have two Reddit stories for you, and I think they're both pretty good, and I think uh, they can both be learned from. So let's go ahead and get right. Uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. So the first one is uh, is a little on the lighter side. Um, so let's start with that one. Relationship advice. This is from four years ago, so this is not recent. Okay. My partner drinks and I don't. Says, hey, I need some advice over here. As the title says, my partner, male 26, drinks and I don't, female 22. I'm crying because he told me he was going with some coworkers to drink some beers and he texted me that he's so drunk, he puked and they went to a coworker's house to drink, then go to a bar and now they're heading to another bar to continue drinking. Alcohol affects me a lot because my parents are alcoholic. Both of them and most of my childhood was uh, around alcohol to the point of them forced me to drink alcohol as a kid. God, that's pretty intense. I honestly don't know what to do because I don't know if I'm being a bad girlfriend if I tell him to control himself and not get uh, like this because it scares me and it hurts me. I knew he drinks and I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with drunk people. Because of childhood trauma and such, I need therapy, but I don't know how to react or if my reaction of being upset is bad or what. Please, I need advice because I don't know what to do, honestly. Okay, so this is an older post, so um, it's likely this relationship is over. Alcoholism is a, a, a major point in a relationship. Now, in this relationship here, I would advise th- this is this is just me. If you are someone who abstains from alcohol and you have trauma that's tied to alcohol, you should only be with someone that doesn't drink. That's the reality because what happens is people who there's there's drinkers and there's non-drinkers, okay? People who drink say, well, I drink, they always, there's always a caveat. Well, I drink socially. Well, I drink a little bit. Well, I only drink, you know, uh, you know, when there's something good to celebrate. It's like, okay, that's weird. In this scenario, you have a girl who has heavy, heavy trauma in her life concerning alcohol. Now, here, here are some questions that I, that I have. Cause she says right here, I knew he drinks and I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with drunk people. Okay. Here's one of the things about drinking. Okay. When people drink, they become drunk. There are levels to drunkenness. So when someone says, I don't have a problem with drinking. I have a problem with drunk people. What they're really... It sounds like what she's trying to say is, well, I want to be invited to the party. Because if you say I have, if I have a problem... If you say you have a problem with alcohol, you're not going to get invited to the party. That's just the reality of it, okay? Um, you, you, you're, it's, you're pretty hard-pressed to be an adult. Say that you don't like alcohol, that you don't like being around alcohol... And expect to get invited places. It's just not likely going to happen. Okay. That's just the case. 
But she says, well, I have a problem. I just have a problem with drunk people because of childhood trauma and such. What I would recommend in relationships, you have to talk about your drinking habits. You have to. I've seen many relationships that get, <coughs> that get derailed <clears throat> and, you know, just destroyed because there's no discussion, not necessarily just about alcohol, but, uh, cigarettes, uh, vaping, um, smoking, drug use. Um, th- those things matter. Those things matter. Especially when you're, when you have one person who, does none of those things. If you don't drink, don't smoke, don't do drugs, you you don't do anything, and you're with a person who dabbles here and there in that stuff, that can cause some friction. When it comes to some a relationship like this, this is a person I would consider an alcoholic. Okay, this person. I mean, here he, here's how here's how. I, let me say this. Anyone who goes out to drink and wants to get wasted and just absolutely smashed is an alcoholic. That's the reality. Well, I want to, I want to forget my problems. Um, well, I mean, your problems aren't going to go away. You're just trying to numb them out. You're trying to black them out for a few hours. So, this is a person who's an alcoholic because he said he was going with some coworkers to drink some beers, and then he texted me that he's so drunk, uh, he puked, and they went to a coworker's house to drink, then they went to a bar, and now they're going to another bar to continue drinking. My question is, why is she, my question in this relationship, why are you with him? Why are you with a person who drinks, this is a person who's clearly an alcoholic. They're clearly an alcoholic. If you've, if you've already thrown up and you're going to continue to drink after that, is that a smart decision or is that a, is that a stupid decision? That's a sign of an alcoholic. Cause see, alcoholics, they have to keep hitting it because they have to keep spiking in that, on that, on that high. They, they're trying to get that feeling up. They have to stay drunk. They have to stay in a drunken state. I advise all people, and this is a very strong recommendation. I advise all people when it comes to your, not just romantic relationships, but your relationships overall. I'll say this. I, I don't spend time at, at this current place in my life. I don't spend time with drunk people. I, I just don't. Not 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 by myself. Not I'm not gonna go to a place by myself and just hang around people who are drinking. I I just don't do that. And I would advise those who also abstain from alcohol to not do it. Just just don't do it. It's it makes your life easier to just avoid those individuals. They don't add anything to your life. Being a person who's sober around people who are not sober becomes very, very annoying. 
very, very quickly. So when she says, well, my partner drinks and I don't. Okay, this is something is... Should it be a red flag to you if you don't drink and they do drink? I would, here's, here's my advice. Here's, here's my advice. You should talk with this person about their drinking habits. Talk with them, see, okay, when you say I'm, you know, I drink, what does that mean? And they may look at you like, well, what do you mean? Like, no, like ask them. How much do you drink? A lot of, I'll say this, a lot of people who drink alcohol, and I'll, I'll probably just use the word all. All people who drink alcohol don't really know how much they drink. They don't. They either don't know or they're lying about how much they drink. So what you have to do is you have to ask them, Hey, when you say, you know, I, I drink socially. What, cause this is a person who probably say, Oh yeah, I drink socially. Yeah, but you're getting hammered, dude. You're bar hopping while puking. Then you're going to go back to bar hopping. So if you're a person who doesn't drink and you're in a relationship with someone who does drink, you have to figure out, Hey, what do you mean by that? You have to figure out what's too much for you. Do you want to be around the person when they're drinking? Now, what I recommend, this is, this is what I, have done in my past relationships and my current relationship. If when there's drinking and my partner's going to drink, I'm not going to be present. Okay. This, this is usually the case for people who don't drink. If you're with someone who drinks, usually you're just not going to be around them. Okay. Because what you don't want to do, you don't want to become unattracted to the person that you're with. And when you're, you know, sober and you're around non-sober people, you become really annoyed, stuff like that. So I would recommend if you are going to be with someone who drinks, don't be around them when they drink. Just don't do it. It just, it seems to work out better. Because you can, if you try to babysit or you try to like, well, I just want to, I want to at least hang around them. I want to, I want to, you know, spend some time with them. I don't want, I don't want them to think that I dislike them. That's not a good idea because you're going to see them in a drunken state and your partner's going to know, mm, I, I can't really drink the way I want to. And that's going to build some resentment in them. I've had some ex-girlfriends get mad at me. Because they didn't drink as much as they would, they would have liked to. Well, you know, you're around and I don't want to, I don't want to upset you because, you know, you don't drink. And so I said, well, I mean, you can drink if you want to, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to drink. If you want to drink, then that's, then that's your business. They said, yeah, but when you're around, I, I just, I can't really drink the way I, I feel like it. So it was at that time where I realized, you know what? I should probably just not be around them. I should probably just go somewhere else, let them do their thing, and then I'll see them when, you know, I'll see them at home. That is my recommendation. Okay. Um, story number two. This is, this is a pretty long one and this is pretty, uh, pretty deep. 
All right. Relationships. This one is also four years ago, but this is, this is major. I, 20 year, uh, 20 year old female, wrongly accused my boyfriend, 21 year old male, of cheating and made him cry. I wrongly accused my boyfriend of cheating. I don't know what's wrong with me. We've been together since we were 15 and I love him. He's my everything. He never once hurt me before. He would always kiss me, get cozy with me. I loved him. So I don't know why I believed it. We live together and both go to the same university. I saw some Snapchats from on his phone from this girl. He was always uh he was on his phone all day. I knew this I knew the new semester just started and he started coming home late lately because he said he had many projects to do. I never heard of this girl before so I started crying. He was in the shower and when he came out he saw me crying and asked me what happened. He came over to hug me but I pushed him away. I never heard of this girl before and he had been coming home late so negative thoughts came to my mind. I told him so many mean things like how uh how I don't uh how I didn't love him, how he should be lucky I was even with him, how I've had even more attractive guys ask me out, how I never wanted to see his face again and told him not to come near me. He was trying to explain who it was on Snapchat but I uh but when I told him all those things he began to cry. I hardly ever see him cry. Let me let me step in here for a second. There are two things that are absolutely truth serums in this world. Alcohol and anger. Those are the two things that will make you say the truth. This was in her. You're lucky that I'm even with you. Oh well, I, I've had I've had hotter guys hit on me. That was in her and it came out of her. So what does she do? She gets caught up in her emotions and pretty much wrecks the relationship. You need to be very careful with cheating accusations. Here, here's, here's my recommendation for, for, and I had an episode on this. I think this is maybe a year ago, a while back. If you're going to accuse someone of cheating, you need to have your facts absolutely straight. You have no room for error. If there's any error, you've weakened your case. You have to be on point by point by point. You got to be exactly on the nose. You did this. You were here. You were doing this thing. You were with this person. This is your relationship. This is what your relationship is like with this person. You need to be on the nose. So what does she do? She feels threatened she feels scared and this is not a knock on women but this is i've I've seen guys do this well they'll accuse their girl of cheating and it's like dude she's not cheating on you and they'll wreck a perfectly fine functioning great relationship and it's over now it tends to be more of a female problem because women are more neurotic and they're not as smart and you know other stuff like that in these areas so when you have these situations, you have to ask yourself, okay, I, so they've known each other since they were 15. They've been, well, they, I should say, they've been together since they were 15. So you have five years of history to go on. In five years, you have to ask yourself, okay, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling betrayed. I'm feeling like he's cheating on me. What has he done for the past five years? Let, let me say this. Let me say this. People who cheat, uh, well, I'll say this, people can change, people can change, but usually 
people who cheat have a pattern of cheating. That's just the way it is. People have a pattern of cheating if they're, if they're cheaters. So you have to look back and say, okay, over the past five years, how has he been with me? How has he been around other girls? Has he given me any reason to doubt his loyalty to me? You need to ask those questions. Because once you accuse someone of cheating, your relationship truly is never the same. It's never the same. It's never quite going to be the same because trust is the, it's the, it is the fundamental building block of all relationships. If you have trust, there's nothing. It's not attraction. It's not love. It's trust. If trust is not there, it's over. When you have a cheating accusation, you take a jackhammer to the foundation of the relationship. That's what you're doing. And the more you do it, the weaker the foundation gets. And trust is very easy to break. It is very easy to break. So let's get back to the story. She says, I was stupid in the moment. I thought he was crying because I found out he was cheating. He just began to apologize, saying sorry for not making me happy, and he tried his best. I went to bed and cried. He came over to hug me, and he said he's sorry, and he tried his best. He said he loved me. I didn't budge. I ignored him. He was crying and hugging me, but I didn't acknowledge him. He would never do such mean things to me if I was in his position. So he wrapped me in a blanket and said sorry and left the room. A couple minutes later, I heard the front door open and left. I cried. I got out of bed 45 minutes later. He left a note saying he was sorry he couldn't make me happy and how I was the most beautiful girl in the world and deserved a better partner. He explained who the person on Snapchat was and I checked his binder and gave me, uh, give me his login to his university account. It was his partner for his class. He said he loved me, but he knew he wasn't good enough. I just began to cry because it was late and dark outside. He just took a hoodie and I didn't know where he was. He left his phone and everything. I was able to find him sitting on a bench outside near our university. It was a 20 minute walk, but I found him. I hugged him and held his hand. I wiped the tears from his eyes and I told him I couldn't live without him and I was sorry. When we both got back, we just hugged each other and cried. He said he's sorry he couldn't make me happy and he knows he's not the best looking person. I just told him I didn't mean those things. That's a lie. You did mean them. And that's why you got to be careful when you're angry because when you're angry, you say things that you may not necessarily want to say when you're in a good mood. When someone is angry, watch them because they become very, very truthful. They become very truthful. It's hard for a person to be angry and lie. It's really hard to do because when you're angry, you're flooded with emotion. You're flooded with rage. You're flooded with all this energy and it's flowing at once. And when you lie, you have to weave together a story and you have to keep it under control. When you're angry and it's coming out, you will be truthful. You will be truthful. I hugged him all night and we cuddled all night. He seemed better this morning, but I know all those things I said hurt him. Duh. I swear I didn't mean them. No, you, you did mean them. You did mean them. That's the reality. That's the reality. You did mean them. And you need to admit that you meant them. But you say, you know what? So what that I've been asked out by better looking guys? 
But honestly, it's too late because once you said, you're lucky I'm even with you, that is you saying, I'm better than you on the dating marketplace. Once you say a thing, you can't take it back. You can't take it back no matter how hard you try. You can ask for forgiveness. You can repent. You can do all those things, but you can't take back words that you say. You can't. He seemed better this morning, but I know all those things I said hurt him. I swear I didn't mean them. He's my everything. I can't live without him. I've kept hugging him all day, but I started crying at times because I feel bad. When I was in the shower, I couldn't stop crying because I said such mean things. He didn't deserve this. I don't know how I can make this up to him, but I feel terrible. He would have never done anything like this to me. What do I do to make it up? Wow. What can you do to make it up? You can't. You really can't make up for that. That's why I say, be careful when you accuse someone of cheating. You need to be on the mark. You have no room for error. You can't just go off a hunch. You can't just go off, well, I, well, I didn't, I didn't like your last text message. Oh, you, you hung up too quickly. Oh, you, you, you looked at her a certain way. I didn't like the angle that you, that he, that he was looking at you. I, I didn't like the laughter that you two had. That is absurd. If you have a good relationship, you need to look back on the past and say, look at what we've got here. If I've got something good, don't blow it. Don't blow it. And this is something that guys and girls do. But again, it's mostly a girl thing where you have false cheating accusations and they think, oh, well, it, it, it must be this. No, it isn't. Let me tell you this, ladies. Women cheat more than men do. Women cheat more than men do. Men don't have the opportunities. The average man doesn't have the number of opportunities that an average woman does. The average man is seen as not attractive, ugly, just kind of really just middle, just middle ground. The average woman, because she's a woman, has more opportunities to cheat. So ladies, in your relationship, be very, very smart. Now, this isn't all relationships because sometimes the guy's more attractive than the girl. It, you know, it can vary. But in most relationships, the guy just doesn't have the opportunity to cheat that the girl does. Ladies, don't destroy your relationship off of a hunch. Well, look at his Snapchat. What about it? What about it? Well, who, who is she? How about you ask him? Ask him, is he a good man? Yes. Does he come home? Yes. Does he treat you right? Yes. Okay, ask him. And he'll probably tell you. Don't destroy a good thing based off a hunch. I'm, I've seen it so many times. I've seen it. And it's sad. It's sad. There are girls that I have told I said, I said, he loves you. I said, that man loves you. He's not going anywhere. No, he's cheating on me. No, he's not. And they don't listen. And they end the relationship. And then they realize, oh no, why did I do that? Oh, he wasn't cheating on me. Now it's too late. 
You can't come back stronger from that. You can't. Because once you point at someone and say that you've cheated on me, you're saying, you're re- what you're really saying is, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. That's what you're saying when you accuse someone of cheating. I don't know how this relationship ended up. I can't imagine it ended up good. I, I, I mean... I mean, look, look Look at these comments. Look at these comments. I always say to people, be careful with the shit you say when you're angry because no matter how much you want to take it back, it's impossible. Those horrible words you said to him will be engraved in his brain forever. You aren't a monster, though we all say things when we are angry. I've done it myself. I'm glad you two made up and all I can suggest is you just uh, to just carry on being loving and it will heal over time. I wish you the best of luck. Let me say this. Here's a rule I have in my relationship with my wife. There was our biggest argument. I'm not going to get into the details. I'm just going to say vaguely what happened. My wife and I were talking in the living room. We weren't married. We were, uh, we were just engaged and she wanted me to spend some time with her. And we were sitting on the couch and I was talking with her. Her feet were on my lap. So we were in close proximity and we were making, you know, making contact. And so I was talking to her for maybe just over an hour, maybe just over an hour. And so she felt that it was a lecture. And then I was sitting on the couch. No, she went up into the, into the bedroom and then, and then came back and said, so when are you going to spend time with me? Immediately I became furious because I said, okay, I, I just had a long day at work. I've spent time. We just sat here for an hour and I became really, really upset. I became really, really angry. And so what I did, I just got dressed and I said, okay, let, let me, let me just, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to remove myself from the apartment because if I say the things that I want to say, I won't be able to take them back and our relationship will be over. What I recommend, if you are very, very upset, is remove yourself from the situation, calm down, relax, get your head together, get your thoughts together, figure out it is, figure out exactly what you want to say and then talk about it. And that's what I did. I went. For the first time in my life, I went to a skate park. I've never been to a skate park in my life. I drove around for a long time and I rode at a skate park. Came back and me and my fiance, we spoke about it. That's what you do when you're angry at your partner. I don't recommend that you explode on your partner. It's, it's not a good idea because People say be quick to forgive and that's that's important in a, in a successful relationship but you have to understand that there are both sides. You two have to communicate and work together because you're building a future together. You see it one way, they see it another way. You have to work together. When it comes to cheating allegations, be very, very, very careful. If you are not 100% certain, don't do it. 
Just, just don't do it. Especially if they haven't cheated on you before, or especially if the, if you know that they're a good partner. If you have a good husband, if you've got a good wife, if you've got a good boyfriend, if you've got a good girlfriend, don't just point fingers at them, especially about their, about fidelity. You can't do that. Another person said, yikes, I would have left you on the spot. You sound fucking nuts. And those things you said are not the sort of things he's going to be able to just forget. The replay through his mind all the time. He basically told him he's not good enough for you and you should be, and should be grateful that you've, des- uh, uh, deigned to be with him. That's low and extremely hurtful. His self-esteem is probably on the floor right now. Do yourself, do yourself and him a favor and seek a good therapist to help you with your multitude of issues. That's a very good comment. Another person said, you're a bad girlfriend. The cheating accusation is bad enough, but you unloaded on him with everything you could think of that you thought, uh, you thought you knew would hurt him. Stuff you, stuff you didn't even come up uh, within that moment. Some of it was stuff you thought about way earlier and just saved up for an occasion like this. And that's the thing. To prevent resentment in your relationship, what you have to do, you have to talk about the issues. You have to work on the issues regularly. Because if you don't, they're going to build up. They're going to build up. It's going to be venom and vile just building up inside of you. And there's going to be an argument. It could be over something small or something big. And one day it's going to just explode out of you like it did with this girl. That's what happens. So when you have an issue with your partner, talk it out. Discuss it. Hey, I'm feeling this. One reason I love my relationship with my wife so much is because it was founded on communication. It wasn't attraction. It wasn't sex. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't great pickle minds. It was us talking. When me and my wife have a problem with each other or a perceived problem with the other, we sit down and we talk about it. That's what you do with your partner. If you feel like there's a problem, hey, sweetheart, can we sit and talk about this? I don't like when you do this. Hey, honey, um, when you did, you, when you did that, that kind of bothered me. Okay, that's what you have to do. If you let these problems just build up, it grows exponentially. And by the time that next argument comes, you hit, you know, you go, you hit the nuclear launch button. You, you release nuclear football and you just completely explode on your partner and you can't do that. So I don't know how these relationships turned out, but I hope that they're okay. I hope. Uh, everything turned out right for everyone. But again, be very, very careful in your relationships. Okay, because there are certain things that you can, oh, you forgot to fold the laundry. Oh, there are small issues. But the big issues, you can't whiff on. You can't mess up on that. You can't falsely accuse your partner of cheating and expect your relationship to be okay. You, You just can't. You can't have a, a be in a relationship with a drunk person and expect it to just be okay. It, do, it doesn't work that way. Those are major, major issues that have to be dealt with appropriately and correctly.